2: Here we are again. Who's us? Well, this is Bill. I'm John. This is Charles. And I'm Audie. And we are Galactic Driftwood. Welcome to our third show? Yeah. Third show.
3: Third show. Third show. So far, the FCC hasn't busted in and arrested any of us, so...
2: Well, I was just remembering what those podcast experts said at Ocomicon. It's like, if you make it past five, you got a product. So... Was it, f- was it five or 15? Five. <laughs> five, but it's like, you know, anything can happen. But right. here we are. I feel, I feel confident. I do. Yep. I'm feeling good.
3: you looking confident. Do What's you wanna, your shirt say? You got an no Okama-Con shirt. I got an no Okama-Con shirt, yeah. Nice. I am wearing the Star Helix
2: Security Force. Well, from do you want to get? The yeah. Expanse yeah. today. I am. Oh, go. I'm sorry. You were going to talk, Cody?
0: I'm not wearing anything.
2: Well, you are, otherwise... It's <laughs> uh, a good thing we have a video podcast so we can... Otherwise, all of this would be pointless, that. but yeah. They, yes. But it's like, okay, we uh, have a great show. Did you want to talk about your new piece of bling? Uh, yeah, I have a, a nice new
3: um, NCC-1701, no bloody A, B, C, or D, um, uh, Enterprise. Yeah, uh, original I, series. That the, I acquired yesterday. The a friend real one. Friend. Yep. And uh, it does all kinds of stuff. Lights, blink. Uh, Here, I'll show you.
2: He's very proud of it. He likes his little toy. And... Yeah. I might have to bring it up here. (laughs) You're just gonna show it right to the camera. Alright. It's very nice. Very nice. Just like a, I don't know, like like a child, who has a new toy, and it's a fine toy. I like it. I yeah, really do. It's even better
3: because uh, my parents can't tell me to put it away and go to bed. I can stay up till three thirty in the morning playing with it.
2: Indeed, but not, not that I've done that. It's a
3: fine toy.
2: So right. We, right. you might have noticed that we redecorated the studio since episode two.
3: That's right. We have. We've got uh, more space. And uh a better layout so we can yes. hopefully get everybody's. Which image. we
2: which we got from feedback from our listeners. So please we do value your feedback. Right. Uh we will we will take it into account and change yes. our game. Right. However, much more feedback
3: that requires a complete re architecting of the studio will probably kill me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well you <laughs> yeah. you I'm the one that moved all of the all right, you, <laughs> From where you guys are watching the show, yes. all of our listeners, uh, you don't see all of the really heavy exercise equipment that I had to move. Right. So that, Now- No, um, no, now, you did a lot of the-, the, the you, know. What you did was yeah. hard, back-breaking well, stuff and and, and, in
3: a, and in all fairness, I did tell you where to put it. Yes, you so did. So I did contribute. <laughs> yes, you did.
2: But you kept saying, Not there. Not there. Right. Not there. <laughs> or
3: back just a little bit. Nope, that's too far. Forward yeah. just a little bit.
2: Oh, oh, nope, nope. Almost at it. Yes. Now, yeah. Thank you for reminding me of that. You've <laughs> reawakened my my hate. And but, your
3: nerve, screaming nerve endings. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, it was fun. It was but, fun. Well, at least I didn't have to go to the gym afterwards, so right, you know, made me right. happy.
3: And fortunately, Charles and Audio weren't here because it would have been a three-ring circus at that yeah. point with everybody saying, no, you need to go. I, yeah.
1: I decided I was busy. Yeah,
3: that was a good... Yeah. That was I, yeah. I wanted to decide that, but it was my house, so I had to, <laughs>
0: I kind of had to be here. Well, I didn't know anything about it. Lucky me. <laughs> you got to read the pod. you got to read the, the chat. I read the chat, and it was talking about cameras and this and that, and okay.
3: You kind of <laughs> glossed over.
0: I just glossed over, yeah. All right. Well,
3: well listen, should we uh, get to some productive we sci-fi? We have a great
0: show for people today, I think. Got a lot of stuff to
3: I, talk I about. I feel good about it. A lot of things going on. Um... So, you want to talk uh, about... So, speaking of toys... Yes. Uh, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> we're talking about William Shatner. Yeah. Yes. And uh, apparently, there's a big controversy because the um, town of Riverside, Iowa, which is apparently the, said to be the birthplace of Captain James T. Kirk... Future birthplace. Future birthplace, Yes. Um, recently revealed a new statue of Kirk that was supposedly created with William Shatner's blessing, but the Star Trek star disputes that claim. Mm Dun-dun-dun. History Mm -hmm. ensues. Um, So the Kirk statue was recently unveiled during the Trek Fest, uh, let's see, what is it, 34 celebration, an event held in Kirk's hometown. Now... Kirk's hometown should not be confused with William Shatner's hometown, which is in Quebec, Canada. Um, some religious sounding name. Yeah,
0: I was going to dare mm. you to say that name.
3: <laughs> Saint the
2: Blue, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, something like that.
3: Well, hey, Googlebot, where was Captain Kirk born?
0: No.
2: No, William Shatner. Oh. Well, Googlebot no. will tell us things. It's Iowa.
0: Good.
4: According to Wikipedia, hey, James Tiberius.
3: Cancel. Hey, I Google found Bot. a
4: couple electronic stores near you.
3: The <laughs> first you. one is Best Buy at hey, 330. Hey, Googlebot. Th- Where was William Shatner born?
2: Okay. She's
3: thinking. William
4: Shatner was born in Notre Dame de Grace.
3: Oh, there, ah, we, there go. we go. Notre Dame de Grace, Quebec, Canada. Um, anyway, so this was unveiled in Riverside, Iowa, the birthplace of Kirk, not the birthplace of Shatner. In the prime universe.
2: In in the JJ universe, he was born in space. Yes, he was right. born on the, on the Kelvin well, craft and shuttlecraft and the shuttle, Yeah, yeah. We're, we're very good, Artie. Yeah, so, have yeah. got, got a little tiny golf club for you.
3: So Shatner <laughs> took to Twitter to state he had nothing to do with it, and that he wasn't, and that not only didn't he give the authorization, that he doesn't have the authority to give the authorization, that would have to go through uh, CBS. So does. Does uh, do you know John? Did uh, what's happened to that? the oh, no, not, nothing's still there. Yeah,
2: nothing's changed. It's like, which brings the question: Does William Shatner have any control over the likeness of William Shatner? Because right. I mean, in, in, it's like it's Captain Kirk, which is property of CBS Paramount, which, right. as we all understand, can lead to some legal problems. Correct. If people discover how some people do things to get some things. But, yes. Now, in terms of William Shatner's likeness, is it William Shatner's likeness? Well, he or says... Or is it Captain Kirk's likeness? It's like...
3: Well, and Shatner says he doesn't even think it looks like him.
2: I don't either. And it's like, I wish we had a computer so... Well,
3: we'll flash it up. We'll we'll put a little uh, picture I on know, the but I, I think impulsed. it's
2: time to, to figure out a way to actually do that. So, I have ideas. We can do it up here. We can, but it's like... Let me see okay. if I can oh, find oh, it. Cool. Keep oh, talking. Oh, about all, right. It. all right. Well, uh, well, who owns their likeness? I mean, I am pretty sure Shatner signed away uh, his his likeness in terms of Captain Kirk. So does that just mean if he puts on a a, a, a velour gold uh, shirt, his likeness is no longer his own? Can he wear a Star Trek uniform in public, or is that owned by CBS? Uh, come to think of it, well, when I cosplay and when Bill cosplays as Doctor Who, is he violating BBC uh, copyright? Is he infringing on their okay. copyright? I mean, it would be very petty for them to actually uh, prosecute. The okay. other thing, but it, if at some
1: point the series claimed the town, I don't see why the town
2: can't claim the series. No, I I, I agree. I do. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a money maker. It's it's like low hanging free tourism money for for doing nothing. They didn't even yeah. have to build a statue cuz I'm sure the 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 true basement trekkies will still make the pilgrimage to Riverside, Iowa just to say they went. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, but if are. you want to build a shrine, that's fine. Oh, that does not look like it. You know. That doesn't. It doesn't look, look like doesn't look like Chris Pine either. The no. the new Star Trek uh, It Doesn't even look like a blend. Captain Kirk. Yeah. It, who does it look like? Looks like his younger brother. It l- <laughs> it it looks more like Simon Pegg than it does. Well, yeah. You yeah. That's that's a uh, yeah, not good. Well, definitely, yeah, ambiguous. Shall we say? But not bad for a small town. No, but it, it could be a red shirt. It it could. <laughs> <laughs> frozen uh, oh, by in, uh, in carbonite. Yes, <laughs> frozen <laughs> in carbonite. <laughs> a red shirt in carbonite. <laughs> but which is mixing at a least two different. Uh, Sci fi genres, but um, okay. It works. Well, would a red shirt survive the carbonite? No, 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 no. Well, so here's here, whenever, I, whenever I see a town
1: claim a celebrity, and like I, I remember seeing a town in Iowa claim Johnny Carson once, and I remember thinking to myself, there was a billboard that went birthplace of Johnny Carson. Yeah.
2: He was born in Nebraska. He's or
1: maybe Iowa. it was in Nebraska. He I don't lived know.
0: in Nebraska. He grew
1: up in Norfolk. Some town, some place had a billboard oh, that, that said, born here. Okay. Hom- home of Johnny Carson at some point. And I remember thinking that, that that's an advertisement that you are such a boring town. Yeah. That if, you're, if you come here to live with and your kids, if they survive without teen pregnancy or meth addiction, I nothing mean. will stop them because just anything's better than the boredom they've experienced. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so what, what I think's interesting about this town, not having been there, is not only are they claiming that kind of boredom, but they're claiming that kind of boredom in the future where their celebrity in the future, their town is so boring that their celebrity in the future would prefer the vast coldness and emptiness of space <laughs> and consider that exciting compared to his life growing up there, well, which is quite a mission. Right. I think I think we've right. all
2: been to Iowa, so, you know, it's like... Yeah. yeah. Uh, well,
3: Iowa's I nice. I have never been to Riverside. I, I would like to go visit.
0: <clears throat> I would
3: actually like to get my picture taken next to the statue, but then I can mm. pretty much put me and...
2: Virtually any red shirt. Well, I mean, look yeah, at the, the statue. It's, I mean, look at look behind the statue. I, I feel a very Children of the Corn kind of vibe happening there. It's like Malachi is going to come out and just kind of take my soul. Yeah, the I chain go, oh, link it? fence is not really a great touch. Yeah. Yeah. Ch- chain link fence, chain link fence with children's uh, playground equipment. Why would you have to fence in? Well, children's playground equipment. Now, that looks like
3: uh, a pipe, of gas pipe, maybe. No, it's a children's
0: playground. It is? Yeah. But but the that, thing behind I you. I think it's out. on the other side
3: of the fence, though.
2: Are you sure? It looks like it's on... Well, I'm not sure, but yeah, I've never so been there. Yeah, so you have to chain in your kids. Yeah. You have to put them in, like, the fun pit well, when you, you, you go to Riverside. You go let them play on the warp drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, we're starting to go in directions. But in directions. Just directions. Point. Yes. But that is, uh, yeah, that is, okay. I think that was a successful test of yeah. our video capability. Yeah. Yeah. But well done. Thank you. But, I mean, right. so Shatner acknowledges that he does not own Captain Kirk. Yes. But it's like, had it looked like him, would he have... Embraced it? Well, I mean, at what point is William Shatner's likeness not William Shatner's likeness? But at what point does he not own himself anymore? Right. I mean... Well, I think if it's a depiction
3: of the character, it would be owned by the studio. Yes. So at that point, the studio gets the say. Shatner could probably sign off on it. Well, that's probably why it doesn't look like
0: him.
1: It's the the essence.
3: Yeah. It's
0: the spirit of Kirk, not the visage. David yeah. David Tennant Maybe it's a likeness of the real Kirk not the actor playing him. Now Ooh. we're getting we're, no, no, no no now we're going, getting
2: metaphysical. We're, we're all going inception <laughs> on this now. We don't yes. want, there's too many layers and I don't think they're all there. But uh, David Tennant uh, goes out in public Dr. Who. As Dr. Who is he allowed to? Is he allowed to roll out and I just I don't think be, he can. Yeah, but you can. I can. Well, I mean, technically, can you? I mean, if BBC didn't want you to, could they tell you? I guess they could cease and desist you, couldn't they? It would be bad publicity, but... They couldn't keep me from
3: wearing any clothes that I want to wear.
2: Well, true, but if you are infringing
3: on a copyright... And I'm not claiming to be David Tennant.
2: But you're claiming to
3: be be John Hurt. Right. Well, no, I'm claiming to be the war doctor.
2: Yes, which is played exclusively (laughs) by John Hurt. And it's like, you've been mistaken... John Hurt, yes, yes. So yeah, true. So if BBC said cease when in assist, costume, would you obey that order?
3: Uh, well, um, probably because I wouldn't want to go to court and fight it.
0: Are you? They have uh, more money than I do. Yeah. Are you wearing special makeup to alter your appearance or anything? I am not. You're just wearing clothes. Just
3: wearing clothes. Then
0: I, I don't think they've got grounds. Then. No. no.
2: Well, I, I, they can't force me to go naked. Well, but Disney. Goes after, it's people who who wear their clothes. It's like especially. Well, lately, what about the five hundred first? Well, the five hundred first are uh, Star Wars cosplay are group. Are sanctioned uh, reenactors. They're not cosplayers. They have to have uh, very very uh, precise, replications of uh, screen perfect. Uh, who are they sanctioned by? Disney. Okay. Uh, Lucasfilm well, before. Actually, you know, I'm not sure. So I'm not, I, I, I know Lucasfilm did. I don't know it, what Disney's stance on it is. But I do know that they go, they've gone after guys in uh, Beauty and the Beast costumes, the Disney princesses who, take, who make money for it. Uh, so, yeah. The other, the other question is, in the near
1: future, when you go to a Comic-Con or some event, and somebody's dressed as their favorite podcaster... Are you going to be irritated?
3: No. Because
0: <laughs> it's listen. not going to be you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like hey,
3: listen. <laughs> I will tell you this. We had, at where I work, we had Halloween celebrations, big cele- Halloween celebrations every year. Used to. <clears throat> One year, a whole department came as me. They all dressed up as me. <laughs> and it was quite hilarious, actually. Oh, that, that, but I realized I needed to change my outfit. Well, I that. mean, my,
2: you know... Dude, that's that's like the most sincerest flattery that yeah. any any workplace could yeah. ever give you. They all
3: had my face as masks, and then they wore T-shirts and jeans. I all said, right. "I think I'm in a rut here." Yeah, yeah. maybe. But <laughs> I was fine with it; didn't bother me.
2: Awesome.
1: No, yeah. I'm, I'm. No nightmares. No nightmares after that one. No. No. It
2: oh, was. Cool. A, it was a
1: dream come true.
3: <laughs> <laughs> a dream. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. So we, I think we have <clears throat> beat that horse until it's well. It a was a bloody was,
2: pulp. I don't. I don't know if we beat it. I thought it was a, actually a very entertaining dialogue. That it was. Had. It was. But meanwhile, back at Star Trek-ish. Yeah. Why don't kind you uh, tell us about this one? Uh, Zachary Quinto. Um, this one. I mean, for those of you that don't know, Zachary Quinto plays Spock in the JJ universe, which is. The Kelvin timeline, which is the uh, reboot movie, of, yeah, the rebooted movie series from J.J. Abrams of the original series, and he's he's really good at it. He's he's a very great spot. but it's like he has taken the role from Leonard Nimoy, who you know no, no longer played it. Right, but now Zachary Quinto is going to be uh, the host of a reboot of In Search of, which was hosted by Leonard Nimoy in the seventies. Right. So, and and I, I'm actually eager to see that. That should be really really cool. Are um, uh, are all of the members of this panel aware of the uh, In Search of? I saw no, it. I saw it. I've never seen I it. I don't think I've seen it either. Mm-hmm. So oh. what what was it? It was like they studied of a mystery bigfoot, show, UFOs, yeah. ghosts, and and uh, they had the appropriate spooky music and. So the, that's weird. So he's taking over
1: Leonard Nimoy's life portfolio so to speak
2: yes (laughs) yeah
1: right as if
3: right but i mean here's the thing the guy now is synonymous along with leonard nimoy in the role of spock and you you know
2: he got stuck it's like leonard nimoy was actually for a long time very very unhappy at the typecasting of of being spock and now it seems like quinto might be suffering from that typecasting too so what's it what's he gonna do I mean, steal some more of Leonard's roles? Although, well,
3: although in in fairness to Zachary Quinto, he does have, I think, a more impressive resume at this point in his life than Leonard Nimoy did at the point where he started playing well, Spock. It,
1: luckily, yeah. luckily, Spock was not born in Riverside, Riverside <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah,
3: yeah. So here's the thing: his with mother was, if if that was the case. Uh, let's say Spock, instead of being born on Vulcan, had been in, born in Omaha, Nebraska, for example. And now you've got another character playing Spock. Would you have to have two sh- statues, one showing the Leonard Nimoy version, and
2: one showing the Zachary Quinto version? Mm. Well, would you? Well, I mean, should they have a Chris Pine? Version and a William Shatner version. (laughs) That's what that was, a cross. Maybe they morphed the two faces together.
0: Well, that's why I said uh, it didn't look like even a blend to me. Oh,
2: right. right. I'm sure by the end of season two of Discovery, we're going to have a third Captain Kirk to play with. So, Right. uh, I mean, it'll be Lieutenant Kirk at that time, but yeah, we'll have a new face. Possibly. And maybe a new face for Spock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they kind of have to. That's the only way they can end the timeline they've set up in the Discovery 2 and show a spot. It
1: could be on his off time that uh, Kirk sat through uh, outer space
2: starship makeovers. (laughs) Got a
3: makeover? That's very possible.
2: Wow. I just had a vision of like an E! Entertainment Network show, starship makeovers. Starship makeovers. That would be awesome. Well,
1: and with... That technology and those jobs really quick. Those red
2: stripes on the the side are are so weird, right? Yeah.
3: -hmm.
2: But no, it's like. Well, I mean, who do you think Spock should be in Discovery? Because it's like I know your wife thinks it should be Zachary Quinto. But that's silly. Yeah, I don't be- think it's going well, to be. Well, I don't think it can be. I mean, yeah. uh, Zach Quinto plays Spock in J.J. Universe. Right. It's like, this is prime. Still prime. Right. Uh, so, I mean, you But can't
3: Spock played, Leonard Nimoy played himself in the J.J. Abrams
2: Universe. He did. He? he did. All right. Yeah. Come to yeah. think of it, you know, you're right. Yeah. You did. All right. So All right. We, Maybe. Maybe.
3: Yeah, certainly possible. That'd be cool. In fact, Leonard Nimoy met Leonard Nimoy, when, uh, Leonard Nimoy Spock, Spock, met met Spock, Zachary Quinto's Spock, in one of the movies. Yes,
0: the first two actually.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it's possible, and 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 with Discovery's upcoming season, we will see our third.
2: Uh, incarnation
3: of uh, Chris Pine.
2: Those of you that aren't aware, Discovery is CBS's new uh, Star Trek CBS series. CBS All Access. Yeah, it's behind a paywall. Yeah. Uh, CBS All Access. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. I, yeah. I would I would recommend watching it. So we'll see our third Chris Pine. I, it hurts me to recommend things behind paywalls because I, I especially Star Trek because to me Star Trek's free. Yeah, and it always has been, and it's like mm-hmm. it just. I mean, other things okay, but Star Trek is 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 something special. It right, should, it should be for everybody. Right, it's a, it's a socialist sci-fi. <laughs> it's for the people. <laughs> right, it's for the people.
0: That's the where it came changes.
1: From.
2: <laughs> it does. It's just yeah.
1: changing how it's paid for. But that means the expanse belongs behind a paywall. Cause it, it is behind well, a paywall. Capitalism. It is kind of because you have
3: paywall. to pay for
2: uh, yeah. cable. Am- no, I know, I know, but I'm oh, saying yeah. belongs. Well, no, you have to have oh. Amazon Prime to yeah, have yeah. it now. So if it's right, it's behind a paywall. It's it's not just cable. It's you have to yeah. have an Amazon right. subscription. To that. <clears
3: <clears <throat> that. Well, or you can buy the DVDs. You could or do the that. Blu-rays, but or that's whatever.
2: still you know, yeah. that's not. And who does that anymore? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Man, you know, I I. I don't know if I have a DVD that actually works. I, I I I I don't. I have a lot of DVDs. I just haven't played them in a long time. Yeah, I have uh, right over there. I have
3: DVDs of the Godzilla That's movies.
2: Quite a collection. And we're, Bill's talking about by his toy collection. He's yes. got a lot of DVDs, and it's like this: the toys you see on the table are a small fraction of the toys. A smattering in in uh, Bill's Funhouse here. Yeah. So yes. The it's sci-fi like, bunker. But when you it's say
1: laboratory,
2: when you're on a show and you say <laughs> "over there," it's like you know, it's like you, you shouldn't. It's like, hey, over there. Yeah. It's like, where's over there? It's like, it's right. over there. Right. There it is. It's like, I see it. It's Can't mystery. you? Right. It's under there. It's under there. It's in that thing behind the other thing. Right. In the corner. Well, sometime we'll do a tour of this of your laboratory as well
1: as. Pictures from inside Area 51. There you go, <laughs> and and we'll ask
3: the listeners to figure out which is which. <laughs>
1: Indeed.
3: Okay, so uh, all right, shall we move on to our next exciting?
2: I believe so. Topic
3: and uh, I... Charles, you want to tell us about this one? No. Okay. So I'll
2: let you, you're, you're great All right. at this. You're the you're one that knows there. the... And, well, I know I'm the one that knows it. I don't know if Bill saw any I haven't carbon. seen yeah, Altered Carbon. So if you, well, yeah, I think
1: this is yours, baby. Well, well I can just go... The gist, the yeah, gist just of give the us article the gist. is yeah. we're going to see a season two of Altered Carbon, but the uh, old cast, they're saying, has been left behind. Can you describe the season one a little bit? I can. I, I think I can. Give us an overview. It's really... I, I liked... I, I'm recommending Altered Carbon to anybody who hasn't seen it. Another thing behind it. paywall. Despite yeah. the It's all the violence. Paywalls. Despite the violence. But basically, they've invented a... Com- oh. Well, I'll be giving some stuff away maybe. But basically, they've invented a computer chip so that you can download your consciousness and you get to live forever. Um, I almost did not watch Alter Carbon because it's kung fu-y. And the main character was very Caucasian, uh, but they kind of explained that away. Cultural appropriation. Yes, kind of thing. did not care much for that. I thought, I, it was a fight to keep watching it at first, but as far as if you can let that drop away, yeah. the initial, it gets less. Culturally culturally appropriate. Yeah, Yeah. something. What what Uh,
2: Charles is talking about is a big thing right now. Well, it's been a big thing in Hollywood forever, but now people are actually noticing and complaining about it is whitewashing, which is where they take uh, an ethnically uh, motivated script and put a white person in a role that should be filled by a Hispanic, African American, uh, Asian. Right. and while this has been done forever, it's like if you look at like movies like uh Moses, it's like all of the Egyptians are white. Yeah. And they're not white. they it's Africa. Right. Uh uh Egypt is in Africa. They it's are, in the Sahara. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's equatorial. They're they're gonna be they're gonna be of darker skin. Yeah. That's whitewashing. It's yeah. changing how you portray an entire group of people Um, and yes yeah so the interesting
1: part of the whitewashing. The story is the white guy it's really a stolen body Mm -hmm. Uh, which I I I think the idea was that excuses it for a while I'm not sure that it really does but if they're throwing the white guy away at the end I'm okay with it
2: (laughs) (laughs) throwing away the body It's, yeah, okay. if, if you're a downloaded consciousness, are you a white guy anymore? I mean, I, I understand that you have the, the socialized experiences of whatever uh, race you were... Ethnic group. Yeah, but, I mean, you're not, I mean, anymore. I mean, I understand you can see the conflict of their socialized ingrained patterns compared to the reality that they exist in now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I, well done, Charles. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and
1: like I said, I'll, I'll I'd recommend this series.
2: Okay, Wh- which
1: paywall is this one behind? Netflix. Okay, Netflix. Yeah. So not
2: uh,
1: a lot of people will have it anyway. Well,
2: do you have Netflix? I do.
1: I do not. I well, I, I, I do, I do for the I, moment. I, I, I
2: don't know why. I need Netflix because I mean I can't watch uh, Stranger Things without it. I only allow myself one
1: paywall at a time. So for the moment, I have Netflix. Okay. Right. And then if I go to Prime or something, I will cancel Netflix. Yeah, that way, I that know. way I'm, like, I'm only binge watching. I can't handle with the one idea monthly fee.
2: of buying all these paywalls. It's like, can, yeah. you, can you give me a paywall, one paywall where I can access all these things? Like you all get together, figure out a price, and then you split it up amongst yourselves. But it's like I don't want, I I won't. I refuse to get uh, multiple paywalls. To I just I can't handle that.
3: But what if they all came together and the, the price was outrageous?
2: Well, what are you going to do? Because well, everybody, uh, every, everybody's going to want their five ninety five. Well, well, but they're not. See, you can get five ninety five for a limited audience, or you can get two for a much larger audience. Which one makes more? And also, that's, capitalism works on supply and demand. If you raise the price too high, people just won't buy it. So, but it's like they're finding out right now. There's just too many paywalls. I think, I think the entertainment industry is fully aware that they have oversaturated the market with things that aren't publicly available. Right, and it's like the 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 public doesn't know what to do.
1: Um, Well, there is is only one thing to do, which is the same thing I've done when it comes to having too many newspapers and magazines, which is give up reading altogether. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so well, give up streaming altogether. Yeah. Well,
1: how many services do you have, Bill? I,
3: I have, have Amazon, Amazon Prime. Yeah. I have Netflix. I have Hulu. Um, well, Hulu is is um, Sling probably, TV.
0: Yeah.
3: Pandora. Spotify. Uh, those are music streaming services, but... Um, yeah, quite a bit, but I gave up cable. Cable was costing me more than 270 a month, probably. So I'm definitely paying less than I was paying with cable. Mm.
2: But all right, Hulu is probably going to be, uh, changed over to, uh, a Disney paywall. Mm. It's part of the deal in the Marvel universe that we'll talk about in a few minutes, but yeah.
3: Hmm. Interesting.
2: So, Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, they've been wanting to do that for a while. So, but we'll get into all that probably. Sounds good. But no, I'm I'm excited. All right. So,
3: actually, that's that's that. Yeah. So, so season two, we'll look forward to it. I got to get. I got to watch season one. Yeah, now. I do too. But it's like if yeah. it's
2: on Netflix, you can binge it. So it's like. Yeah. yeah so speaking of nice. acquisitions. Yes.
1: That was the lead in.
3: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So next, um, we have uh, a story about Samuel L. Jackson. Well, we, we, oh. we
2: could just go straight into the Disney acquisition. What's oh, well let's do about that. The which Disney is a, acquisition which is a it's a, of it's a, it's a brilliant segue. Well, okay,
1: go. We, I had the segue and then I messed up where we were say, going.
2: Let's say let's say Samuel Jackson for uh, episode four. Okay, and since we're going through all of our that works stuff good for so me. very fast. Yes, let's but, do that. But uh, so. Oh,
1: go ahead, Charles. Well, I was just filling so space, yeah. So Disney is acquiring at least part of Fox. Yes. Because they need some bad guys. Right. Fox needs bad guys? I presumed uh, it was Disney that needed bad guys. Well, they're bad not guys. Disney. Huh? And
3: they're, and they're acqui- not acquiring Fox News division. Okay. Because they'd have all the bad guys they wanted. Well, yeah. that's what they <laughs> should have done. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> yeah.
1: Speaking of fiction.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so um, Disney's acquiring the, the Marvel superhero movies from
2: Fox. Um, well, the properties that... In the, in the 90s, Marvel ran out of money, so they started selling off some of their intellectual property to pay the bills, and Fox acquired some of those, which DC owns all the things DC uses, but Marvel... Had sold off things like the Fantastic Four, right? And in fact, uh, Fox had the Fantastic Four, and that absolutely atrocious Fantastic Four movie that came out a couple mm-hmm. years ago was literally made so that Fox could keep it. Because if they if they let the property go inactive for ten years, Marvel could reacquire it, and they didn't oh. want that. I mean, now I mean, as it worked out, they did, but um, so that uh Marvel is not as intact as DC the franchise in terms of its properties. So all of this is about that. Okay. But what does it really mean? Uh it means know, uh they're going to control a lot of the yeah,
3: entertainment.
2: Yeah, they are. They're going I mean crazy Disney
3: enough. to to who? Marvel universe,
2: yeah. The, Hulu. the well, the Marvel universe, Star Wars universe. Um all up it's it's pretty much they'll be are we going to get to see are competitor. we going to
1: get to see cartoon superhero musicals?
2: <laughs> did you have a stroke? <laughs> did you just did your brain just have an aneurysm and pop and it's like the last thing you're going to say before you die is something about cartoon superhero musicals? <laughs> Well, he's just saying right. with Disney having because don't go God. don't yeah, go yeah, into yeah, the right. light don't go into the light
3: Charles just come back to us because Disney does a lot of stuff like that yeah. so cartoons they do musicals Sound of Music Mickey Music Mouse Man. with a the lightsaber there you go <laughs> right
2: I, I I have some pictures wow. of that I do I I don't doubt you do I do I do
3: I can't seem to find a good position for my mic I'm
2: sorry well, for the that's all good these things happen yes. here. I'll do something just to make go. you feel like the you're not, you know. <laughs> yeah, mine's not, mine's not making noise at all. It's like a, it's a, a testament to your engineering skill. Yes. We've worked really hard to make these boom mics not make noise. Makes and, you have a little more empathy and, for Tony Stark. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. When you have trouble
1: adjusting your mic. Right. <laughs> just imagine well, his suit. But, yeah, uh, if, if
2: Tony Stark had designed these, they would move themselves and, you know, fight Thanos. <laughs> so you know that would be that would be neat, but it, this is pretty good. I mean, can't have everything, right? It's like like boom, Mike, make me a sandwich, right? <laughs> and it would if it was built by Tony Stark, but it no, would. no. But it's like the 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 impact on the diversity of entertainment that we're going to be uh, having access to. Uh, does that does it make up? Does it? Uh, does having access to all the Fantastic Four and X Men uh, make up for the fact that we're going to start losing a lot of integrity? I mean, Disney can decide just to emphasize properties that they know can make money. Right. And what that would. Who here liked Deadpool? I liked it. I haven't, I, seen, I haven't seen the second one. I've seen the first one. I, I liked it. Second one, I, I think, is almost better. But yeah. it's like that whole property was risk. Yeah. There, was, there it was, it was totally, they didn't know it was going to make money, right. they didn't give it a big budget, but if Disney has the stranglehold, then, in fact, now Disney owns the Deadpool franchise. Right. Um, I mean, what's going to happen? First of all, Deadpool, if anyone is not aware, is known as the mark with the mouth. He is definitely an R-rated, and maybe in some cases, X-rated uh, superhero, or anti-hero. And how does that fit in with the Disney floor plan of, of uh, the happy world of Walt Disney?
3: Well, and, and w- along the lines of what you're saying there, how, how many of you guys saw the movie Inception? Yeah. You saw that? Good show. Very entertaining. But uh, risky. I liked it. A risk. Well, and um, because it was so expensive to make, it didn't make near the profit in comparison. I mean, it made a lot of money worldwide, but it was so expensive to make that the profit wasn't there. So that, in turn, has eliminated the prospect Mm -hmm. for a sequel because the sequel, traditionally, has not fared as well as the first show, Uh, anytime Hollywood's done a sequel. So if the profit margin is very narrow... That makes a sequel less likely. And in this case, that's why they've never done one. That and the fact that um, it would be, you'd really need somebody with the brain power of Einstein to figure out how you do an inception within an inception.
2: Uh, you want to take care I of that? I apologize for that. That's all good. Phones they, happen,
1: games afoot.
2: But I see where you're coming. Also, uh, if Disney is in. Like, like, before the Fox deal, Disney controlled 40% of all the entertainment that you look at. And now it's going to have more. Why would they want to speculate? Why would they want to do uh, movies that aren't guaranteed to make a profit? Keep spinning off the same old crap rather than trying new franchises that, mm-hmm. like Deadpool, like Inception, that did make money. They didn't make a lot... Uh, Inception didn't make a lot of money. Deadpool made cash, but no one knew if the world was ready for a superhero that has a foul mouth. It's so a superhero yeah. that is ethically murky. Yeah. And apparently they were. So some studios took a chance, but if, if uh, Fox has control of all... or I'm sorry, if Disney has control of all these things, why would they speculate?
1: Yeah. <coughs> Excuse
2: me. Well, assuming they're going to do something
1: with it and not just push it aside i mean a lot of times companies buy other companies just to tear them apart right Mm -hmm. well just to get rid
2: of the competition exactly Exactly. and 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 but that's even further it's like very now that they have what i consider a monopoly even though the justice department said it's okay uh (laughs) they have a monopoly on imagination yes and now, and and now, everyone else is like, yeah, is going to be treading lightly. Disney's going to just throw money around, basically probably quashing a number of independent studios that are doing things now. And it's like, literally, they're going to control your 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 uh, imagination. Yeah, and your superheroes. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. The All right.
1: Superheroes have sold out. <clears throat> well, yeah. Yeah. Well, we got
3: about. We got about ten minutes left in our show. we should get to our next all right. section I think Have you silenced your phone? I have silenced my well I've silenced my house phone. Let me silence my
2: <clears throat>
3: <clears throat> although in this case that was a good call because it was our interviewee for our next podcast all right, verifying his arrival time so all
2: right well cool, <clears throat> cool I guess. yeah okay so hey, we're would, good. You, would you like to do a shout out for that so yes, yeah, so our
3: episode four. Um, which will be in a week from when you're watching this, Uh, will feature a local cosplayer, Josh Cato, of Cato Cosplay. And um, he's, um, in the span of, I don't know, four or five years, we'll have to get the exact detail from him, but he's gone from not being a cosplayer at all to designing costumes um, that are taking awards at um, some big, Big shows. Um, he's actually been invited by groups um, that uh, do cos or do um, booths at uh, Comic Con to impersonate certain characters uh, on behalf of them. So um, it, he'll be a good one, uh, good one to tune in for and watch uh, what he has to say. And if you're <clears throat> at all thinking about getting into cosplay or um, interested in any way, um, it'll be good to hear how he got started and how he picked up because he sews all of his stuff. And it's an incredible job
0: that he does on that. He also taught himself how to sew during that period. That's right. That's right.
3: So, um, anyway, uh, we can move on to our next section. So, uh, there's an article here about James Gunn being fired. He's the director of the guardians of the galaxy franchise, and he's been fired, um, over some offensive tweets that he put out. Um, And um, some of the tweets are... Well, they're offensive. They are offensive. Um, No, One here, among the tweets that forced Disney and Marvel's hand were, I like when little boys touch me in my silly place. Why would anybody write that? Um, Or another one, the best thing about being raped is when you're done being raped and it's like, Ooh, this feels great not being raped. Yeah. Um, yeah, not not good. So,
0: and he actually did tweet these. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Um, so uh not good. And uh I think um so he doesn't work for Fox. He doesn't work uh, for Yeah, or <laughs> in this case, isn't it uh, now Disney Cause Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah and that's good because if, i mean disney's got a serious image to protect as yeah. far as you know family friendly family friendly right that, about
2: james Gunn. yeah sorry yeah. i had to no go to that's the bat. okay that's did fun. you did you read off the yeah i read off the the, the tweets? two
3: twi- two tweets there and yeah. uh, we were just talking about the fact that disney's um, made a good move to protect their family friendly image by Getting rid of the guy.
2: Yeah, even though those are old. I mean old tweets, but it's like to say that. It's like to have that on record somewhere. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, just I, I don't understand. Yeah. Not I good don't. sense. I don't get it.
3: And then uh, looks like Chris Hardwick <clears throat> is back. John, you want to talk about yeah, that?
2: Well uh, uh a few weeks ago, about a month ago. Hardwick was accused of uh, being in an abusive relationship, of being the abuser in an abusive relationship uh, with a, an ex that he had stopped seeing a while back. Uh, and uh, he was released from the Walking Dead show that uh, discussed The Walking Dead. Uh, he was released from his Comic-Con obligations, mm-hmm. which he's, he's a staple. Right. Um, in fact, James Gunn was supposed to be there too. Huh? I wonder how they filled the spots uh, at, at San Diego Comic-Con from all the people who were booted for hate. But, uh, AMC, the, uh, the, uh, company that plays the Walking Dead show, did an investigation with some outside people and have cleared him, uh, To the point where that he's allowed to be on the show again, as the host, Um, it it brings to mind, uh, to me, the Me Too movement, and I'm a big, big fan of the Me Too movement. Uh, Started after the Harvey Weinstein uh, investigations, where he was rampantly sexually assaulting women for decades, right, and no one listened. No one listened to these women. And I think everyone should listen to women. Yep. My personal, I, I like Chris Hardwick's stuff. I don't know him as a person. If he was an abusive hater, I don't want him around anymore. Right. It's like um, they cleared him, so I'm going to go back until I, I hear other things. But it's become quite popular for politicians and public figures. And this isn't Democrat. This isn't Republican. This is all of them. If they get caught doing something, to do an apology tour, mm-hmm. which means they go on all the TV shows. I'm sorry. So sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry.
3: Well, and I see here. It, hey, Bill, it's, it's, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's talking about um, as the uh, movement continues. We're talking about the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Um, different post-scandal fates have started to emerge. Yes. Um, as a Vox headline noted this week, Mel Gibson has set the blueprint for a Me Too comeback. Expect other men to follow it.
2: Yeah, this is a plan that <clears throat> uh, you see happening.
4: Yeah. You
3: do. Um, the article delved into Gibson's behavior. Uh, remember when um, Osaka, um, I'm going to murder her last name, uh, Gregor-iva? Gregoriva, Gregoriva, yeah, um, sorry, said he, kno- sorry to, yeah, I apologize to, if I yeah. murdered the name there, said he knocked out her teeth. Well, <clears throat> the key strategies for returning to the public eye that Mel Gibson used was, um, first of all, don't discuss the incident yourself, let your friends do the talking, uh, second, let some time pass, and then return in a mode slightly different than the one for which you were known. Yeah. So, um, sounds like we may see more of that as, uh. The Me Too movement yeah. continues.
2: Yeah, it's like, I guess Mel Gibson has never re-entered the spotlight that he was in. Right. So, yeah.
0: Well, he blew a lot of that away long before the Me oh, Too yeah. accusations. So. Right.
2: Well, you could also call it the Tom Cruise plan, because after his whole Oprah Scientology like blow up. Yeah. He 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 was worth nothing. It's yeah. like no one wanted to touch him because they thought he was insane. Yeah. So he kind of did the same thing. He did exactly this, and then he kind of reconstructed himself in a, in a new direction. Right. Although I think he'd already done the <coughs> first Mission Impossible. Yeah. yeah, but he just came across as crazy, not hateful. <coughs> right.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. Right. You're right. Yeah. right. You're which right. Is, which is a big difference. For, yeah, it's forgivable just to be a
2: little crazy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's a little hateful to psychologist, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. So,
0: um, yeah, he uh, put down psychology and psychologists. Well, Scientology and he does he needed that. psychologists. Yeah.
2: Scientology does not like psychologists.
0: No, it's so one of the things. Or vaccinations. So I've heard.
3: Yes. So while we're uh, on this topic in a similar vein, there was an article this week um, about WorldCon, and for those of you that aren't familiar with WorldCon, it's a annual. Uh, Convention, huge convention where they vote on the Hugo Awards, which which are
2: the premier. It's It's like the the Oscars of sci-fi,
3: right? Um, So there was a a huge uh, blow-up there. Uh, It says uh, after more high-profile writers publicly withdrew from their convention panels, WorldCon announced that it was tearing the program apart and starting over. Good. Uh, with an apology to many attendees who made their voices heard this week. The organizers are putting together a more representative program, requesting input from uh, Hugo nominees. So the reason they had such a problem, uh, they were um, sidelining marginalized authors and um, doing things like uh, um, one Hugo finalist was misgendered. They, go, they use the pronouns they and them instead of he or she. Um, so, um, despite that being all over their Facebook profile and everything, they, they didn't get it right. Um, and, um, one of the things that was interesting, I thought, was that there is um, is a, let's see, let me find it here, sorry, I should have highlighted it. Anyway, there's a group within, uh, the Worldcon group, um, they call themselves the Sad Puppies, and oh, uh, yeah, okay. and they're basically um, a group of straight white guys that you know want to keep WorldCon the way it is and not have people of color, LGBTs, and women um, in recognized for stories and given wow. awards and if, all of that. If you are not a stuff. straight
2: white guy, you can you can read sci-fi, you can watch sci-fi in the approved box that we have built for you. You know mm-hmm. this. Your participation in, in the world to the sad puppies is strictly uh, uh, limited to your your white maleness. So yeah.
3: Yeah. So so basically, um, it says.
2: Uh, We're gonna get some email about this. <laughs> I, well, can, I can feel that. Yeah, and I think so. That's okay. I can live <clears throat> with that. Um, hate haters. I yeah, hate I'll, haters.
3: There was. Um, There's a own voices, uh, hashtag own voice, own voices thing that's kind of like the hashtag me too movement uh, for this. And um, um, there was uh, an email where a Worldcon organizer said there is no hashtag own voices panel at Worldcon this year because maybe 20% of Worldcon 76 members know what it
2: means. That's a lot, though. It's like, (coughs) that's a lot of people. Well, it is. And, I, I, if I could would get twenty percent of even British Fest to come to my panel, they would, I would know be, what it means uh, if awesome. they were there. Right? Exactly. Well, and, and, and how are they this, ever going to know if they don't get exposed to it?
3: Own, yeah. uh, hashtag own voices is a #Hashtag championing marginalized creators who write from their own experiences. For instance, so, Asian authors, non-white, writing Asian characters. Yeah. And it has a significant presence on the publishing scene. Um, so it's definitely known to plenty of WorldCom attendees, and those who don't know might be interested in finding out. That's the point of convention panels—to learn new things. And um, so they they took that out. So anyway, there's been a huge backlash. A lot of the people that were uh, hosting panels have backed out, said they're not they're not doing it. And so as a result, uh, WorldCon is completely. Um, redoing their entire program bringing in marginalized people anyone that's been um, nominated for an oscar they want you know they oh, want to talk to a hugo uh, Yeah, sorry uh, a hugo no I just want they 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 probably
2: want to talk to people nominated with oscars as well but, but then you always you're <laughs> always worried that they're overcompensating right it's like and I, it's like to err on the side of 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 humanism in my opinion is always a good thing to be more inclusive is always the goal for me, but you know then it's like people f- who have been accused of not being inclusive then start like, ignoring like right n- the, the the non-inclusive people, which I, I mean I don't I'm not a fan of, of anyone who hates anyone, but it's like, where's the line? Where, where can we all get along right? And I't do know I don't know, is there one? I don't know. Cause this this problem isn't. It's not a new problem, but our understanding of it is. It's like pe- these people, these marginalized populations, have been marginalized since the beginning of time. Yeah, it's well, just no one cared before.
3: Well, I, I, the thing that kind of surprises me with this is that traditionally, science fiction has presented um, a more progressive view of things. I mean, you see all exactly. kinds of mm-hmm. different characters and different outlooks and yes. different, different races and, and all this kind of stuff. And, and then to have...
2: Um, How do you make an alien look like a white guy? Right, well, exactly. Well, but honestly, there's another piece of racism right there. If you break down all of the makeup and uh, pros- the, the prostheses of aliens, the people underneath them are almost always white, black. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah, most of the people. If, if mm-hmm. there's, there are graphics online, I could show if I could mm. access it. But right. it's like, so. but no, it's like like we were talking about right before we started the show, Charles and I. It's like I started this. I mean, I got into sci-fi because of the positive future that Star Trek: The Original Series portrayed. Right, and it was very important to me. And in that, it's like as little uh, inclusiveness as it seems like now. Yeah, uh, having a black. Communications officer, having an Asian helmsman, having a Russian uh, uh, navigator, having all of these people. Bringing in all those diverse yeah. backgrounds and diverse, diverse talent
3: sets. Yeah. and It's the whole Vulcan itic, idic. IDIC, right?
2: infinite diversity and infinite combinations. Yes. Right. Yes, it is. And, and, that, and I love that. And that's, yeah. that's sci-fi to me. And right. it's like, can't we all just like have, have, have a good time with that?
3: I, th- I think it's just that there are people out there that are so afraid of not being in control, Yeah. Mm-hmm. right? I mean, losing, historic, losing lose, historical control. And lo- their, their place of privilege, yeah.
1: right? In yes. deciding
3: what gets published and yes. what doesn't
1: and sharing that among a diverse exactly. group. Well, and we so should s- probably be upset. Even forget the diversity thing. We should be upset over that anyway. I like, when I go to a con of any sort, a convention of any sort... I want to see stuff I haven't seen before. Right. I mean, it's one thing to meet a big star. Some people might be into that. But for the most part, I want to be exposed to other things. Right. Not just the stuff I read when I was 12. Yep, exactly. So I think overcompensation is a good thing, personally. Well,
3: and, and to me the whole thing that Doctor Who now is doing with having a woman in the role of the doctor for the first time ever, and I think we, we touched on this in the last episode, but I think that's great. You know, I saw a video, watched a video, and I was telling telling you about this, John, last week, um, where the... And I don't know how the BBC did it. I think maybe they uh, um, asked people to send in videos of their live reactions when the doctor got... Named who the new doctor was going to be, uh, but and they they must have taken all these videos and pieced them together. But it was women from around the world that were, you know, that saw for the first time ever a female doctor, uh, a female in the role of the doctor, get nominated, and it was uh, hugely emotionally impactful. These women, some of them were crying; they were so happy about it. And I think it's great. I think, w- yeah, why not do something like that? Yeah. And You know, Not only does it give encouragement to women around the world, showing them that they too can be the doctor. That they matter. Yeah, Yeah. it shows that they matter. And additionally, for the rest of us, it provides a whole new spectra of stories that can be told now from a woman's perspective, yes, which I think is great because it will open up a whole new world and it'll make for some very interesting stories. And it's like, you know, you mentioned last time that they're not going to have the Daleks and the Cybermen and and stuff like that in the new episode. Yes, and this whole that, season,
2: I think. And that's fine, and to me, that's great too because mm-hmm. it's going to force the writers to come up with new stuff. New stuff, and it lets the people who haven't tuned in for fifty years, actually right? They don't <laughs> have to know,
3: you know, fifty years of history to understand. Mm-hmm. Well, why are the Daleks so scary? Kind of a thing. They can start out with a whole new race and. Build it from there, and this will provide you know a lot of new cosplay opportunities. It'll yes. provide a lot of new entertainment stories.
2: The Force Awakens, right? Uh, who are the stars? A a woman and a black male, and people. The people. The sad puppies. Yeah. I think we can just refer to them as the sad <laughs> puppies so. for now. Yeah. But the sad puppies lost Hated. their minds. Yeah. The, uh, out of hate, and they they went so hateful. They they still are are rolling out hate. Yeah. That they are. Uh, trashing the the woman who played Rose in the Last Jedi. And it's like so oh. bad. So much hate was poured on her that she quit Twitter because she couldn't do it. See, and that's that's so sad. It, it makes it me is. so sad. It is, and why? I, I, it's like it's like these people have made the Star Wars universe. Broader and better. Yep. Mm-hmm. And any anthropologist will tell you. Here's the deal. We used to we we do things called participant observation. We go and we watch cultures, sometimes for years. And in the days of uh, of yore, they used to just send males. But in a lot of societies, males and females don't interact. It's like it's like really it would be hard here. Yeah. To uh, immerse yourself into uh, basically female-centric roles as a male. In some sites the the best you can hope for is that they'll kick you out Hmm. or they won't talk to you. The worst you can hope for is they'll kill you. So now anthropology sends male and female teams to study a whole culture because the experience culturally in all cultures is different based on gender. Hmm. And like you just said a minute ago, if we expand... All uh, the the sci-fi universe to include women, which is starting to happen, it just makes it better. Yeah, much more colorful. Exactly. So yeah, yep, I like it. All right. Well, listen, um, we're I think we're already over time here. And, Are we? Uh,
3: yep. Yeah. Um, so we probably got to cut a it. Where's our big clock? We a, we need a big clock. We do. Uh, I'll look at getting a big clock.
2: I thought you had that app. So
3: So
0: we have something larger to ignore?
2: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Something huge that we just can't ignore. Right, right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, um,
3: thanks, everybody, for joining us uh, for our third podcast here. And uh, we'll... um, Get this up. Uh, well, it's obviously already been up because you just yeah, watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Right. But watch next week. We'll have an, uh, another exciting episode. And Josh will
0: be
2: here to talk Josh all about. Will be here. His, cosplay. His his journey into cosplay. Yes. Yep. So thank you. I'm Bill. I'm Audie. Charles and I'm John.
3: And uh, have a great week. And we'll uh, catch you guys next time. Yeah, we'll see you in the
2: future. That's right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we will time travel to the next episode now. <laughs> <Okay>. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.
3: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Griffwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and
2: be sure to watch your step as you exit the gravity well.